0: Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. ba da pa ba
1: No they had to bring a real one. It's your boy RGB Twine. I just jumped off the porch with dirty glove bastard. Yep.
2: Huh?
3: Alright, y'all, so we got the favorite on the porch with us today, RGB Twan. You did Up in this thing. It was good. Now, um, I stated before, but you know, nobody can sit on this porch after you because no. this is real luxury right here. Nah, this for is sure. this is designer.
1: We got fresh leathers, trench coats, whatever you need, man. Come come see us on the porch, man. We got a whole little store going on.
3: Now talk <laughs> to us about these pieces.
1: Uh-huh. Um, so this is uh, my most recent fall winter 22 collection that I just dropped um, just came out in the Webster um, It's on my online store as well um, This pretty much was like something I've been working on since last year like you know Just being around like musicians and being in the studio It's kind of like Has like this rock star like aspect to it. Like I, I just love the beauty of Like, I feel like a rock star is like the beauty of being free. So it's like, you just, wherever you want, like, you know, it's just like a certain swag about it. And it's like mixing that with like some of like my favorite, like Japanese artworks and like color palettes and stuff like that. That's kind of like why I came up with this. And it's like, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Three Ninjas. Like it was like an old super (laughs) retro, but like watching that one day last year, like the color palettes kind of just, Super inspired me, so it it brought me to the point where I was like, you know what? Let's make this a collection. And um, so far, everybody been rocking with it. Like Jake Paul just had it on the other day. Um, Lil Durk, uh, it's up. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's oh yeah, up.
3: <laughs> you you came with it. Yeah, okay. I had
1: to. I had to.
3: Now um, I know the Japanese, I feel like the Japanese culture is really like a really big, especially the imprint and the influence is really mm. big within the fashion industry. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I mean, you know, when it comes to like Japanese culture, like that's kind of like the fashion for, like everybody just looks for it. Like you said, like they're just so ahead to where it's like they're on year 5,000 and we still on 2022, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just a different swag. And, You know, growing up, even my family would say like, I always just been ahead of my time. So it's just, I just always pull it from there just to make sure it's like, oh, that's why I relate with it. Because it's like, I'm already there, I'm with them. Even though I've never been to like Japan a day in my life, but that's something I'm working on this year, for sure, for sure
3: now you know we got to take it back so a while back um i was looking at your instagram story Mm -hmm. and you had posted about you being a real ata lead now let's get into it talk about your atlanta roots i
1: mean like just just speaking about like right now like who has gucci knee pads like (laughs) this is some andre 3000 vibes like you know what i'm saying like and that's one thing i wanted to bring today with the with you know just the if you interview, if you call this or whatnot, just like, you know, just that, that swag, like we're gonna put something different on, like, you know, we're gonna mix like rain boots with shorts and like, you know, a hoodie and stuff like that. It's just, that's kind of like that, the ATL and that outcast swag. And it's like growing up, you know, I grew up on the west side of Atlanta, but I also went to school on the south side. So it's like mixing those cultures, like how like a, a gunner or a 2 Chains would do, like, it's just a certain, like, I don't know, it's a certain braveness that I feel like we, Atlanta brings when it comes to fashion. To this day, I still don't understand why we're not, like, looked at like there's that. because Within like, the streetwear yeah, culture, yeah. For yeah. Sure because it's like, we got the music on lock, so it's like, ooh, what do you think is fat? Like, what do you think the clothes that we put in in the music videos come from, hello? Atlanta, let's get it. So it's like, that's why one thing I I also, with my brand RGB, like Mm -hmm. if you look in the clothing tags, like at the bottom, it says like made in Atlanta. And it's because that's just something I just wanted to do. Like no brand has ever said like made in Atlanta. And it's like, that's something I want to stamp, like for sure, for sure.
3: Now, why do you think Atlanta is kind of counted out when it comes to the street wear?
1: Man, I don't know. I just. Yeah, I think just like how we how we came in in the in the, in the rap game, like you mm-hmm. know they took down south people as like, like they tried to play us to oh y'all talk slow like y'all like y'all talk funny like, but now when you look at it like we influenced the whole world like mm-hmm. especially like my brand right now like thank the Lord right now it's like my logo has to be the most copied logo of not if not twenty twenty one still in 2022 right now so it's like that's just what people love to do they love to pull from us like even though we pull from all kinds of places like you know one thing about Atlanta like it's just a a certain pot of gumbo that's like you're gonna get everything Mm -hmm. here like and I think that's what makes us us like why we're so cool
3: right and on the topic of designer i know mm-hmm. that you did a manifestation post with mm-hmm. mason Yeah. so let's talk about that
1: i mean like right now the, the jacket i'm wearing right now this is Margella. um i didn't want to go too <laughs> I wanted to no rgb but that is something that like i had a dream last year um or was that at the beginning of this year i keep having the same dream anyway but like I had this dream where it's like it was announced that like I was the creative director of Mason Margiela. and you know the reason why is cause like literally everything I do and kind of the references that I pull from like it's just always been from him. He's like he was like the first person I had to do a like report on when I was getting my fashion design degree and like even like to my exit exit exam, we had this like we had this, we had to do this thing where it's like you had to go in the goodwill. You had to find like three different pieces and make them into modern day times. And it's like, when you look into like Margiela pieces, he's all about like ripping some apart and then putting it back together and then mixing it with other fabrics. So it's like, that's pretty much my DNA at this point. And it's like, even when I design, I'm pulling a certain reference where it's like, I'm not gonna make it look obvious, but it's you like, if you know your, if you own your shit, like, you know, like, Okay, Holmes know what he doing. Let me, let me <laughs> lead me him along real quick. Cause he do his research. And that's something I pride myself on doing is mm-hmm. like research, research, research. Like being around like a a yay and like that camp. Like that's one thing he prides himself on is like research, research, research. Like pull that reference and, and learn as much and take it apart as much as possible to figure out how to make it better for us like you're not reinventing the wheel. You're just making the wheel better. So it's like that type of aspect I like to do.
3: Wow. And I also know that you got the chance to work alongside Virgil, yes. Kanye. So talk about that experience and how that even came about for you.
1: Man, so thank thank God. Like, you know, in this game, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So it's like I pride myself on keeping a great circle, a great, you know, mentor. So it's like one of my mentors was like Saha the Prince. Um, and if you're familiar with him and what he does for, you know, Kanye and stuff like that. Um, about, uh, it's almost six years, six years now, um, you know, I had the opportunity to like, you know, be around there, be on the Pablo tour, be on, um, everything, like Yondi, Jesus, all, all all kind of opportunities just to be in the room, just be that fly in the room, and, you know, that's when I met the, like, young version before we got to see what an Off-White and a Pyrex would turn into, like, you know, I'm just learning, like, even from, like, your Jerry Lorenzo's as well, too, like, I'm, it, it's amazing that God is, blessed me to be in all these different atmospheres and all these different spaces and just me soak up game to Mm -hmm. now I'm, i'm putting that same knowledge into my own brand and learning what they did do and what they didn't do and you know just bringing that energy to the world that you know, we're just gonna redesign the whole world and recolor at the same time.
3: Now, I do wanna ask you, Mm -hmm. um, what did it take for you to even get to the point where you were able to work alongside major fashion powerhouses?
1: Um, I think, like I said, just keeping my face clean, keeping good energy, just being that person in the room that's like, he knows when to talk and he knows when not to talk. You know, it's like, that's something that's a hidden it's a hidden art that a lot of people don't possess and that'll end up being your... it'll end up being like the reason if you like super succeed or just succeed because Mm -hmm. it's like me being able to like understand that I don't know it all and I gotta learn from people like that's been my super, super pat on my back that I can tell myself like man like I'm so glad you just you want to shut the fuck up real quick. Like, just, <laughs> like, listen. Like, just, yeah. like, when people are just talking, like, you got to listen. And, and a lot of people don't listen sometimes. So you just got to learn from each experience, you know, network. You can't, like, okay, now I also said don't. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh,
2: you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't
0: stop thinking about?
2: I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head
0: over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.
1: Talk, but you also got to know when to talk. Like, it's a certain... When opportunities, like... uh, Brings itself or whatnot. Like you gotta know, and it's like, hey, introduce yourself. This is what I do. Oh, okay, cool. Blah, blah, blah. Let's keep in touch. Blah blah blah. So it's a certain art at, at that as well too, because it's like I, I want I made it be known that like I'm gonna go to every fashion week every season, and I'm gonna figure out how to make sure I make my my face good, but also like just like learn from everything too. But it's like you know back in the day like you had to really like be invited to fashion shows so I was always that person that was like man all right as long as the fit look right <laughs> we look like we're supposed to be here and it was like I always was like um I think I think my name should have been on there I talked to the PR company and uh, should have been on oh the- so it was some finesse yeah, yeah, boy, yeah finesse you know and think about Atlanta like we the we the city of finesse like if you don't if you don't know that you ain't really from here. that's 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 who you can tell who's from Atlanta. Like, if you got your <laughs> finesse game right, oh, you from the city, city. So, it's like, I, I, I would turn my finesse game so cold to where it's like, I'm front with, like, Ralph mm-hmm. Simmons and Tom Ford and all kind of, like, different fashion shows that's like, how are you even, like, how'd you get here? But it's like, that was, like, the start of it all. And, you know, I just use that same, like, attitude and, like, Just anytime I, you know, once again, the city of Atlanta, you can always run into somebody. So Mm -hmm. it's like going to different events and like that. And it's like, that's when I'm like, just introducing myself to everybody. Cause like at at one point I was like really outside. And that's one thing that it takes to really like get this shit going. Like you really gotta be outside. You can't sit in the house and think you finna just, it's finna pop off. Nah, like I had like, even with these hats, like don't get me wrong, these hats started in Wish and they sold out but at the same time i had to get on my grind and really be like man i'm finna go to every recording studio in atlanta and just go to all these musicians and tell you for man, you ain't rocking this rgb but you tripping like you tripping this is the hottest thing in the streets right now and it's like you know i was showing pictures where it's like other people was already rocking it. so that's what created a buzz and it was like going to like a two chain studios and going to like a free band studios like those like the two real mecca houses that really like started because it was like a schoolie and then like a casino and future like those those three like when they like really became which i you know to this day i always call them like super Mm -hmm. brand ambassadors for the brand like
3: you know what? When we first saw the hat, we saw Future in it, right. in the RGV hats, right. and so I think a lot of people thought that that was like, you know,
1: right. his Which brand and stuff. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, like, me and Bergen always collaborate uh, collaborate on everything, like, mm-hmm. from branding to styling to whatever he needed me from, you know, I've always told him, like, to this day, like, man, whatever you need from me, bro, like, you you got it, like, I, I'm, like, I'm to your disposal forever because you. It was a certain point where, you took that risk that a lot of people wasn't taking taking on, and was saying like, you know, now nah, I think bruh hard. Like I think the world need to know about it. So that's some to this day I never like forget about. You know, just anything that. So that's why it's like, just me and him meeting. Like, like I, I've always been one of those people where it's like you know, I'm, I'm about my business, like, let me go ahead and just cash out, here or the hats, boom, let's go about it. And it was just that one day of, once again, just me knowing when to leave, knowing when to say, speak up, like, me leaving from, you know, kind of just uh, selling some hats and, you know, him stopping me to be like, hey, man, hold on, hold on. you the dude that got all these hats in my studio, <laughs> like, walking around like, oh, you hard, like, to the point where we end up, like, talking to, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, and you're like, man, what you doing? I'm like, man i will be here at 8 o'clock in the morning if you need me to. Like, I see you in three hours. And to that day, like, you know, I think he had just appreciated my work ethic. And that's something I would tell people as well, too. Like, your work ethic got to be, like, cold, cold, cold in this game. Because it's people out here who are ready to, like, take your spot the, the day after tomorrow. Easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, super easy. Like, so it's, like, you just got to know when to super stay on your grind, mm-hmm. keep your your T's crossed, your D, I's dotted, like just always being on point. And that just come with life in, in general. Like you can't be green in this game or in life. So I would just always tell people, like just always be on your P's and Q's.
3: Now, you know, we got to ask the inspiration behind mm-hmm. the RGB Fright Hats.
1: Yeah, so so pretty much once again, like keeping on some Atlanta shit, like I grew up on and in, in, at my grandma house on Bankhead, um, right there were like, Blue flame is and the petrol gas station. So like growing up, you know, right down come down Bankhead, all you see is eighteen wheelers and and it's a big ass truck stop. So it's like that that and like I'm super inspired by uniforms. I love uniforms from like McDonald uniform, UPS, <laughs> mm-hmm. Fetter, everybody like that's that's my whole dream of I want to redesign everybody uniform. But just taking it back, like this hat was supposed to be something that like you went to a Goodwill and you found like somebody old company hat for three dollars, and now this is your favorite hat. Mm-hmm. And you know, to this day, I'm every day I question like, man, why is this? Like I can't question because I know at the end of the day it's all God, but I, I just be like, man, like them. This one of them. This one of them logos is really finna go down the history of like the hardest logo ever. Like for real, for real. And, Every day I'm trying to perfect it, which I'm not. I'm not trying to change it, but just how can we make it better? Um, once right. again, not reinventing the wheel. So it's like that inspiration, and at the time I had just got the opportunity to do a pop up shop with Wish ATL that was also um, sponsored by Sprite. So you know, I'm like, man, growing up, Wish ATL is one of my favorite, like, you know, boutique streetwear boutiques. That's like, I remember my auntie the first time my auntie brought me the little five points and like put me on game to like wish and i was like oh this heart this is where you get the jays at it where you get like just little different stuff that you couldn't find everywhere you couldn't find it at a lennox or a or something like that and so you know when designing the collection i'm like man we gotta make this all about atlanta so it's like boom we had the freight hats i did these hoodies that was like had like the freak neat artwork like super inspired by that like um some other like sweatshirts just you know kind of vintage retro looking joints that was like you know you just couldn't find anywhere else and it was like you know just about my city just in my hood like we got to make everything atlanta so that's what the spawn of it all and you know that first day when i dropped them they sold out i only did 50 of them and for some reason i was able to still keep one so (laughs) the next day i remember it was a two-day pop-up you know, I had a couple of piece, clothes pieces left and stuff, like a couple of shoes and stuff like that. And to the point where everybody was like, man, where them hats, man? I keep seeing them hats everybody got yesterday. Where them? I was like, man, I'm sold out. Man, You gonna get them on? I'm like, nah, nah. I'm, I think about it. Boom. After that, I was like, man, I'm just wear this hat for like, Four months, see what happened, right? I'm weighing all around the city. Man, I keep seeing that hat everywhere. Where you get that hat from, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just being quiet, man. I, I found it at this little spot It Wish. Like, the whole for, time, you know the designer. Like, <laughs> the whole time. I'm like, but I do the anytime. time. Unless you know my face, half the time I'm telling you, oh, uh, I, I bought this at a store. Like, just because I'm just a private person. But, right. Um, once again, the whole Margiela aspect, you know, to this day, nobody's seen Margiela face. Like, this early pictures but nobody knows what he looks like right now and that's something that, that that mystique like that's like what i took from like a michael jackson like i love michael jackson but it's like when you see michael jackson that's why people fell out because he was a certain mysterious creature It was mean. like man i never seen him before so it's like boom kept wearing him to the point where it's like all right it's time to bring him back and then from that point what you uh, from that point i was like let's bring him back and then that's when I brought the idea. It was like, all right, if we're going to bring them back, let's make them all one-on-one. So it's like, nobody has the same hat. So it's like, it's on some Pokemon shit. Like I got to collect them all, man. I, I ain't got that one. Yeah. I don't want such and such to have it. So let me get this one real quick. And it was like, that's where the frenzy super started to where now, you know, they're sold in the Webster. They're sold in reseller places all around the world. And it's like, I don't know, It's it's a blessing at the end of the day and you know, I, I, I appreciate everybody's like contribution to the brand. And, you know, I just want everybody to know, like, I'm gonna still keep this thing rocking. I got right. a whole lot of stuff on my sleeve, so don't even worry about
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, we want to ask uh-huh. why the trucker hats are a rare release.
1: Right. Um, I think, you know, I think the, the meaning of luxury is something that you can't easily obtain. You know, when you think about, like, when you bought your first Rolex, when you bought your first Benz, it was something that you worked at. It wasn't something easy. It was something that you had to really, like, put your blood, sweat and tears to, like, get unless you won the lottery or something like that. But other than that, like, you had to really work at getting what you want in life. So. The rarity of. High treaty.: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big Mac or drop a crispy
0: fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat,
2: then that wasn't the
1: road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba
2: at
0: participating McDonald's.:
1: These hats. you know, I, I want them to be like found objects such as like, you know, diamonds or rubies or sapphires' like I don't want this to be easy, like, you know, I remember when I first started working with the Webster and stuff like that, they kind of like the one, the first thing they said to me was like, man, you know, your brand is like, you're like compared to off white right now, which was like, Oh, wow. a super, super humbling, like compliment. But I was like, he was like, man, it just sells out. Like, and I, I, I think me keeping that route of the exclusivity, the rarity, like that's what's built, built this name, you know, to a household name nowadays. Like, you know, I, and I'm I'm one of those people. I don't like everybody to have what I'm wearing. So it's like, <laughs> I don't want everyone to have I what feel you're wearing. That, like, I want yeah. you to feel special. Like, that's one thing I, like, when you buy stuff, like, especially luxury items, I, I, like, I used to work for David Yerman, the jewelry company. And one thing I learned from, like, when customers buy jewelry, because, you know, you're spending thousands of dollars when mm-hmm. it comes to jewelry. Like, it's an emotion. Like, it's a certain emotion I want you to feel like. Like, I want you to feel like, man, I want to, oh, I want to get a new hat today. And it's like, when you wear it, it's like, oh, I'm so glad I got this hat today. It's uh-huh. like, it's a certain swag that you just feel when you wear my brand that I want you to feel like, man, ain't nobody got this one. Like, I ain't got to worry about walking down the street and some more so when I walk down the street, I'm going to be the eye of attention. Like, where you get that hat from? Like, I want, when people walk down the street, like, I want you to get that attention just like I get that attention. Like, where you get that hat from? Like... That's something I want. I don't want you to ever be like, "Oh, i seen that hat, such and such on the shelf." Nah, you ain't. You ain't seen that one. Nah, you ain't seen that one. <laughs>
3: now I know, um, as a black designer, uh-huh. do you ever find yourself having to explain why your pieces cost the way that they do?
1: Um, sometimes, but at the, at the end of the day, I, one thing I learned from, especially like with these hats in general, like you got to set your price and you got to stand on it. Because if you don't stand on it, people will try to run over you, try to take you for granted. Like even to this day, like somebody DM me the other day and was like, hey man, uh, I will, I will, uh, would you be interested in doing a photo shoot with the hats and blah, blah, blah. But I'm looking at your page. I'm like, you got Gucci, Louis. I know you ain't called them for that. So That's why are not- you calling me?
3: Yeah, that's You can buy my it thing. on the site yeah.
1: right now. So yeah, that was I had to shut that down real quick. And right. I get a lot of those, which and I don't think people understand how disrespectful that is. Like, especially coming from somebody who's like, you know, I've been working at this for ten years to get to be able to name my price this price. And it's gonna only gonna keep going up. So it's like you better get it now. Like <laughs> for real, for real. Right.
3: And um, with you being a streetwear designer, Mm -hmm. what would you say were the challenges that you had to face when it came to making your brand a luxury brand?
1: Um, I think just going back to that same question you just said, like making sure that people take me serious. Like that's why I'm so vocal on my social media pages of like, man, it's bigger than life right now. Like I need you to understand I'm I'm on a whole nother, vibration and wave playing that I can't even explain. This is all like conversations of guys saying like, man, what am I supposed to be doing? What is my purpose? And every day I'm understanding my purpose like, oh I see oh I see colors different. I don't see him like everybody else. And and it's it's my peers, my everyday peers that's truly telling me how special I'm am I I am and my gift and my talent that you know, I'm understanding that, you know, it's bigger than me. <laughs> and it's about my legacy and the other people I got to employ and the, all the other lives I got to change just with not on, me only telling my story, but just me, you know, just making a change and a difference as a African-American male, straight male at like that. <laughs>
3: And being, you know, having a uh, streetwear brand. Yeah. Because like we mentioned earlier, like Virgil, you know how he was able to really cross over Mm. and have like Louis Vuitton Mm. with pieces that you would never think that they would ever get. So I feel like with your brand being luxury and you're crossing over with the streetwear, it's it's destined.
1: And I mean, just go back to like the Margiela thing. Like, you know. I don't really see so many black people at my job like that. I mean well, even though most recently I just went to the New York store and like it was all black people there and I was like, ooh, this how I want the store to look when I get creative <laughs> direction. Like this is no, already no, no nothing like that. But it's just about, you know, I just feel like we just bring a different different flavor when it comes to like everything we do. And it's like, man, I think that would just be super refreshing for the brand just to be like Oh, they, they got homes? Oh, okay. And on top of that, like when I did that post, like I got so many phone calls because people really, you know, you know, people, you know, they believed in, their hearts. they was like, man, look, I'm with you. Whatever you need, I can't wait for it to really happen. Like for real, for real. So mm-hmm. shout out to them, everybody.
3: <laughs> and uh, Twan, mm-hmm. ooh, can I say your name more? I said Of course, Twan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. So I want you to go into the dynamic mm-hmm. of Rappers and streetwear.
1: Mm-hmm. Um the dynamics of it. Um I mean when you think about it like think about like Tommy Hill figure, Boo Boo, the real first streetwear brands that we really had, like those those didn't get started without like a Wu Tang wearing Tommy and Ghostface and all of them and like uh, like LL with like FUBU's so, like you know like people forget like LL wore a FUBU hat in the Gap commercial and like last year like I had Pluto wearing the RGB hat in the Samsung commercial it's like those crossing dynamics of like they all work hand in hand like you know right now rap is the super popular genre and streetwear is the super popular fashion you know uh art where art you know I guess um, that's the popular clothing right now right so they go hand-in-hand because without each other like you got to look fly on your album on your album artwork you got to look fly on your music videos you got to look fly period like so it's like I think once again like the partnership like what me and Pluto had like it works so well and it looks such like a movie because it was like once again you got a designer and a rapper working together. But also like people don't know Pluto's a designer too, like Bruh Hard. Like I learned some stuff from him because even he was like one of those people that really made me feel comfortable about when, when I can like really go out there like like I can I can wear this outfit around him. He gonna know like bruh twine on this, twine on this twine <laughs> stuff today, let me leave him alone, but I'ma pull something from like, like for real, for real. So it's like, they all go hand in hand. That's why I appreciate me and Bro relationship to this mm-hmm. day, like, just cause of that, like, super special.
3: Now, leading up to this moment that you are in now, mm-hmm. just talk about your grind and what it took for you mentally to mm-hmm. even get here.
1: Um, Man, it took a lot, it took, it took me telling myself a long time ago, man, I'm ready to sleep on the streets for this. Like, I'm, I'm ready to spend my last dollar to make sure somebody else look good. That shit sound crazy. Like, that's some real selflessness stuff, like, because that's how much I care about the art. Like, I care about making sure my idea gets taken out of my head and turned into three-dimensional form and four-dimensional form. Like. That's why I speak everything into existence. And it's like, you know, a lot of people don't know, like part of my journey was quitting, you know, once again, I said I used to work at David Yearman. I quit that job just to drive from Atlanta to L.A. by myself to start a new life. Like, that's why I met, like, got the super dope relationship with Ye and like being in Calabasas and stuff like that. And it took the, it took that real deal, like, Conversations with God, conversations with myself, saying like, "Is you ready for this? Like, is you really about this life? Because it's other people that 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 are like one of the. I remember one time being on a plane watching the Alexander McQueen documentary and hearing him say like, he used his like government checks to buy fabrics, and I was like, bro, that's my story. Like, when I was in college, I signed up for for government assistance and working a part-time job, but I'm also, boy, I'm finna use this money and I'm staying with family, like, so it's like, I ain't really paying rent, but I'm using this money, like, mm-hmm. extra money, because people don't understand, like, this fashion stuff costs, like, this fabric ain't, like, that's why Gucci costs what it costs, that's why Louis Vuitton costs what it costs, like, don't get me wrong, it's a- When something happens to your kitchen, you might say...
0: This is ludicrous.
2: But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris.
1: Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how
1: ludicrous the situation,
2: like a good neighbor,
1: State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. It's a, you know, inflation on everything. Like, you mm-hmm. know, snow Bass going up because of the popularity but at the same time this stuff costs so that's what people got to understand man like the reason why my prices is my prices because this stuff costs like i'm looking i'm looking at 711 sorry. pants right here man this stuff costs like it costs me my peace in mind and it costs my factory to make this so you got to pay I'm definitely Yesterday's looking. Yesterday's price is not today's price. I'm
3: looking at it and I'm looking at the material and I'm like, this is nah, real man. And I had to
1: step it up too. It's like, you know, we, I use something that you usually see on varsity jackets. Like we got Chanel patch on everything. Like just to create that extra three-dimensional feel. Like, you know, just something different. Like, like I said, I I, I wanted to bring something super fire to the, to the game, literally. It's fire everywhere. like. Like, literally, different to the game where it's like, man, I can only get this from RGB.
3: Right. Only. And what advice would you give to any aspiring streetwear designers?
1: Man, the advice I would give them is like, always listen to your gut. Anytime your gut is telling you, like, we're supposed to go right and everybody telling you go left, like, no, listen to that. Like, even to this, like, familiar story, like, me, I'm left handed. Not a lot. Okay, okay, left hand game was good. So <laughs> oh yeah, yeah they, they fooling him, right? But I remember to this day being in kindergarten and my teacher telling me like, what you doing? You writing with the wrong hand. I was like, uh, no, I'm pretty sure my mind tells me to use this one. And like, no, use this hand. Uh, no, I'm gonna do this one. Like, and it's like, you gotta have that certain rebellion in you just in life but also in fashion too like even when i was in college you know most fashion schools they start you with women's wear but not knowing it's harder to do men's wear than it is women's wear right so in that i'm always those people that man i like a challenge like
3: Mm
1: i I don't i don't want the regular stuff i want to figure out how to like i want calculus i don't want algebra like so the whole time I told every teacher, hey, you're gonna teach me how to do this in the menswear form. And if you don't like it, I'm gonna talk to my counselor. Advisor, like, <laughs> we gonna get this we're gonna get it. But I'm I'm not paying this hard-earned money for no reason. You're gonna show me how to do this the, the the menswear way. And because I was so rebellious and so like mm-hmm. keeping my foot down, like mm-hmm. I learned like I was the first student in that school to do the exit like exit exam with menswear pieces. So it's like, I will always tell people like, man, follow your gut, follow your dreams. Don't stop dreaming. Like the reason why I bought this dog right here, like I just, my birthday was like three and a half weeks ago. And one thing I always like to do is stay in a childlike mind. Like I understand that's why I like Michael Jackson, like <laughs> stuff was so good because he was able to like go from these, dip, like, keep your imagination that's why his videos and his cover art and mm-hmm. his outfits was so hard because there's no there's no block on imagination like and I don't never wanna I don't never want anyone to go through that. That's why it's like one of my big biggest dreams that I wanna do for that younger or that that, that 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 other me that's out here in this world. You know when I was in school, hey buddy, it's okay. We had a certain curfew that, but we had the best sewing machines. We had this is where I got introduced to MacBook computers, like. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I'm doing my my project, I want to use the best of the best. I want just I always want an A plus. So I would it'll be times when I'm bothering with security, and I'm like, man, please give me thirty more minutes, like. But it's like for a real creative, like. And I'm talking about thirty more minutes for it to be like midnight, which I understand why you gotta close the building, but it's like a real creative don't get started till two o'clock in the morning. Like if you really, like really creative, like your juices don't really get started till about two, three o'clock in the morning. Like no, and really. you learned that just from being around a rapper. Like, that's when it's like we gotta go out, we gotta go to the club real quick, then come back to the studio, then we're finna make a hit right here, right now mm-hmm. and now, right? So like I wanna open a 24 hour facility for creatives, like young creatives where it's like, you got some, you got a room for somebody who's rapping, you got somebody who's doing graphic design, you got somebody who's doing photography, you got somebody who's doing uh, forecasting, anything. It's like, you got a kid who just came out here with a t-shirt and he goes into a recording studio and he was like, yo, what you think about this shirt? Oh, that's hard, I'm finna wear that on the single art for my video, for my um, song I just recorded. Oh, we got a guitar right here, man. We finna go shoot this right here. Now we got a whole X-Men house of fashion where all creators get to be around each other. We get to learn from each other. We get to really make a mecca of, like, something super dope. And I wanted to be government funded. So it's like, nah, y- y'all finna pay for this. Cause <laughs> y'all, know you right. know what I'm saying? Because it's like, y'all, gonna, it's gonna be a benefit for this. Like, and at the end of the day, like, I'm working hard to, like, everybody should be working hard to get your own day. You know what i'm saying like that's why i feel like it's real legacy like we got martin luther king day because of what he changed in this world it's like i need an rgb day i need a twine day any one of them in atlanta the city of atlanta gotta give me a key at the end of the day when i get done when i when it's all said and done trust me like that's what i would tell anybody inspired to be to do this like figure out how you're gonna get your day
3: right You better manifest that on this porch today, okay? <laughs> now, where do you feel your influence comes in when it comes to the city of Atlanta?
1: Um, I think the work that I've done with other like popular names is what kinda is like that extra cosign to be like, okay, we're hard. If you working with these people, like to this day I remember like one thing like I, I tell Ye this all the time, anytime I ever see him, like one of the first things he said to me, like, and I'm, to this day, I'm still like amazed that you said this, cause it's like, bro, people look up to you for this, but it's like, I remember the first thing he said, and he was like, yo, I love your style. And so imagine you hearing that from like Kanye West, like, what, what you, <laughs> i know, look up to you, what are you <laughs> saying, like, appreciate it. But it's like, like, like that's something that's like been super, like those, those different times is what stay in my head to, to make sure I, set you know, stay grounded, make sure people know who I am when you walk in the room, and it's like, just you know, just set my tone for who I am.
3: Right, now hey, yeah, I saw you know today is mm-hmm. Earth Day. Right, the Earth Day. You mm-hmm. just dropped yeah. your Earth Day line. Yeah, I, I had man,
1: I was so the crazy about how special Earth Day is like. Today's actually my mother's birthday, so it's like, oh, I, can, I really came from Mother Earth. Okay, that's hard. So it's like Earth Day is something that's super special to me. You know, I, to, like, a couple of days ago when I was planning this, I was like, you know, we got to do our Earth Day. We got to do it. We got to And just, you know, just just speaking that awareness that, you know, we do need to recycle. We do need to pick up your trash. And you do need to just, you know, like, at the end of the day, who knows how long we're on this Earth, Literally. But we gotta take care of it to make sure that happens.
3: And I know the last time we talked, you were also you also released your for the color, I mean for the love color. Yes, yeah, so that's what, that's what we're that's no that's what we're
1: sitting on right now. So this is the uh, for the love for the love of color collection right here. Um, once again, releasing the Webster. Um, started designing this last year, and um, it took a little minute just from. Just me being a perfectionist, just with everything I do, but uh, once again, super inspired by Rockstar lifestyle and you know, just my love for Japanese artwork.
3: Oh, do you mind holding these red leather pants up strong. so they could see like a lot of
1: detail? Man,
3: this <laughs> is red. what I mean. This you know is luxury, so, right here.
1: This is it. So, um, Jake Paul just had these on just <laughs> drugs and stuff. Man, and, uh, <laughs> you are killing it. <laughs> yeah, you you
3: are really killing it. Now, we got all, oh, you're also your fall, winter, this is also what's yes. on the porch as well. You yes. just released that. Right, right.
1: so that's what, um, that's what's current right now. You can visit uh, www.rogybib.world, the only official get this stuff um, to get hats, period. Or um, it's on the website as well, too.
3: I gotta ask what's next for you.
1: Um, the work. <laughs> if anything, but nah for sure. For sure. Um, what's next? Um, I, I got I got something super big coming up that I really can't say anything about. But just know, it's like not only life changing for me, um, life changing just for like young people out in the world. And um, all I can say is, mark my words when I say like, oh rub and work and work and like that's all you're going to be able to say at the end of the day um and I'm just super appreciative to not only my team but just like my circle of people that just truly keep me grounded and um keep everything going as well too
3: alright and do you have any last words before we wrap up
1: um oh the Fanta is oh yeah, on I was the board thir- I got thirsty so Fanta is one of my favorite drinks <laughs> if anybody ever wants to like make my day better like Fanta, that's why I was like, I brought all the colors. It's just, it's I didn't even know like, they
3: had, what is yeah, that? Yeah, so this is
1: like, so, like, about a month ago, I was on some Zero Sugar joint, and this is like Dragon Fruit, Dragon Fruit, I love Dragon Fruit. Fantastic. I, got oh, Fanta? so I gotta take that. Um, yeah, man, they got all the kind of Pina Colada, <laughs> of course, orange. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, it's just, I have to surround myself around color, so it's like, I'll have these bottles set up in my studio of, like, just all, so like, got different colors. I in there.
3: That is a yes, that's why I love you. Like, you are just
1: the nah, coolest. Thank you, thank you. I try to be
3: now. Before we wrap up, uh-huh. in, oh, I, shit, I already said that you got any shout outs. Um,
1: shout out, shout out to my team. Um, shout out Prime Culture Creatives. Shout out to my boy, uh, Vivi Glory, aka Caleb. Um, shout out to Man, shout out to everybody. Shout out to to anybody who's ever bought anything from me. It means more to me than you ever would know. Um, I'm working hard to where we at the High Museum. You did? Let's get
2: it. Hey
0: there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster?
2: Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you?